Hi, I'm Burke, and I swear sometimes, so listener discretion is advised. Hey everybody, so today's topic is going to be a little bit different than I've really covered in the past. Today's episode is talking about rewarding smart play, but I'll be honest, it goes a little bit further than that. So for right now, we're going to start with smart play, and then I'll move on to other things I believe you should reward your players for doing. More times than not, we as DMs are rewarding our players for even just coming to the table. We often find some of the best gear. Sometimes we design the best gear. Sometimes we roll things off of a table to give to our players. Sometimes we shove lots of gold towards our players. Sometimes we reward our players with advantage. Sometimes we reward them with inspiration. We as DMs already reward our players quite a bit for even just coming to our table and playing. But there are times where we should reward them a little bit more. If the party pulls their resources together and plans out combat ahead of time, say they're attacking some bandit camp. If they're coming up with a plan, they're not taking forever doing it, and they're playing smart into their characters, reward them for it. When your party takes the time and makes a plan to fight this big giant that's been destroying town after towns after towns, and in such a way that it's actually not going to ruin anybody else's lives, reward them for that. When the party makes deals with creatures that are far more powerful than they are to help them even stand a chance against the big bad evil guy that you didn't intend for them to make deals with reward them for it reward your players for their curiosity when your players are delving into your dungeons your lairs your castles what have you and they notice something seems a little off to them even though you didn't intend for it to be off to them and they decide that, hey, this looks like something should actually be hidden here. Reward them for their curiosity, even though you didn't plan for that. If the player is using reasonable problem solving to come up with a, something that you might have missed, reward them for it. Because at the end of the day, we're people. And I don't know about you, but I can't think of everything all the time. When the party takes the time and decides to explore the city, even if it's a section of the city that you frankly didn't intend them to go down to. Put some fun NPC in there for them to engage with. Have some black market broker back there. Sell them fenced items. Hell, give them an opportunity to find a quest that you just made up on the spot. When a player takes the time and makes a non drawn out backstory that's really well done get is to the point and leaves room for the dm's interpretation along with allowing for npcs to be built off of this reward them for it because at the end of the day they're doing your job for you let's say in their backstory they made up some heirloom armor or a weapon that takes special magics or special quests for them to unlock inherent abilities. Run with it. There's no reason you shouldn't run with it. And I'll be honest, if you're afraid that it's going to make the other players jealous, well, let's pump the brakes real quick. Here's the deal. Just because they have this armor or this weapon, or let's say it's a magical shield, make sure its effects gradually increase. Make sure it's not overpowered right up the gate. Make sure it's not drawing the envy of the party. And I'll be honest, you should never be afraid to give all of your players 
access to really good gear. One of these days I'm gonna talk about that, but right now we're just gonna talk briefly about it. Here's the short version. At the end of the day, your players are gonna wanna do bigger numbers. Everybody likes bigger numbers, right? Unless your setting's like a super low power game, don't be afraid to give them gear. Don't be afraid to give them weapons. The only real advice I have for you is don't give them something that you as a DM are uncomfortable with being in your game. And if it ends up being something that's a little too powerful, don't just take it away from the player. Have a conversation with them. Figure out a way to dial it back a little bit with them. Reward the problem solvers. Reward the inventors. If you have a player that has an idea for a magical item and has the thought process behind how to have this magical item built for them, oh, dude, just, just go get it made for them. Build a quest. Help them figure out what they need to do. Let's say they want to build a magic carpet. Yeah, I'm sure there's some rule set in the Dungeon Master's Guide and how to create this magic carpet. At the end of the day, you as the Dungeon Master can make this up as you go too. Just say, hey, here's a quest for you. You want to build this magic carpet, you need to find a rug of exquisite quality. You need to find a gem that has a sentient mind to it. And then you need to find a way to enchant either fly, levitate, or some other means of flight to this magic carpet. Is that all something that can be done in one session? Probably not. But is it going to feel great to the party when they actually accomplish it? Absolutely. Now, I'm sure you're sitting there going, Burke, you're talking about rewarding people, but what do I reward them with? Well, you can reward them with a couple different things. In the case of where you were planning out combat and things, reward them with easier combat, reward them with advantage, reward them with extra gold, reward them with extra loot. That player that thought there was something odd in the room and decided to start searching the room and happened to roll high enough, hide a magical item in the walls, hide a, you know, some bars of gold, platinum, some gems. Maybe you hide a cursed item in the wall. Maybe you hide some hidden plot device. Maybe you find out that the king isn't actually supposed to be the king. Maybe you find out that the real king has actually been murdered and a doppelganger has taken over his appearance. You only know this because you found the king's corpse in that wall. It rewards them for more narrative in that way too. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying you should punish your players when they don't do these things. Just the opposite. What I'm encouraging you to do is to bring more life to your table. Because you reward smart play, you reward the curiosity, you reward the inventive, your players are more likely to be engaged in your game because you're rewarding them for their time, their effort, and frankly, they're making the game a lot more interesting because they are taking the time to actually sit down and play your game and engage with you. And at the end of the day, we as Dungeon Masters, our goal is for our players to have fun. Our goals are to weave a story that involves all your players at your table, where your friends are these mighty heroes that are here to save the day. Or in the cases of an evil party, they're here to bring down the world or something. <laughs> hey, sorry for sounding really tired in this episode. Well, that's because yeah, I am. Also, the episode's a little late because I was super busy this week. I actually hadn't planned on talking about this today for this episode, but I felt like I needed a more freeform topic for this week. I just didn't have a whole lot of time to sit down and plan the episode. And frankly, this is something that people actually get wrong quite a bit. I'm not saying, hey, you shouldn't not hand out loot. 
I'm just saying you shouldn't be afraid to hand out loot. And it's okay to reward players for playing to their character, being smart about combat, good problem solving skills, and to be curious in all the, every topic I <laughs> covered in the episode, but it doesn't necessarily need to be a lot of something, but you should always reward people for just taking their time. Well, if you enjoyed this episode, you can let me know on Twitter at DM Burkhart. You can also find my personal Twitter at Burkhart Gaming. As a reminder, we do have a Discord, so you can actually find that as well as the other socials in the show description. This week we were talking a lot about WoW stuff because of the new WoW expansion got announced. And so I do play WoW as one of my main games. So it's kind of fun to talk about potential story stuff. You can also find our live play game in the show description. The next time we'll be recording the live play game is May 7th. I hope to see you there. And lastly, if you'd like to support the show, if you could tell a friend about it, that'd be awesome. Thank you for listening and I'll catch you on the next one. Ooh, that was a fun one. Hey, Burke, I didn't see you there. Hey, did you happen to see that um, Bellico or Nero's have been missing for a couple weeks? Seriously? After the, like, couple weeks I've had, they go off and gallivant somewhere? Where are they? Well, if I know, you don't pay me to keep track of them. Burke, I know you have a spell for that. Can you tell me at least where they are at? Fine. Here goes nothing. Oh, they're in the Astral Sea. Seriously? That's all you're going to give me? Well, looks like Felcor has some kind of magic blocking spell or item. I'm having a really hard time finding him. Fine. All right, Burke, I need you to set up the death's advance. We're going to go out to the Astral Sea to find the two of those knuckleheads. Wait a minute. That's my spell jammer, not yours. You don't get to make the rules. I do get to make the rules, Burke. Calm down. Also, don't be shocked when I get the crew back together. To be continued. Thank you so much for making it to the end of the episode, and I will catch you on the next one.